106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. And this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Had a great hour on Fix It Radio. Ken Rackley now joining me. We switched out Dennis, and Ken's here today. So, uh, beautiful day, by the way. Oh, it's great out. It's already 80-something degrees. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not in nice. here, but it is out there. <laughs> Always a little cooler it's in here. It's like an icebox sure. in here. Yeah. But anyways, that's yeah. all right. That's yeah. all right. So, how's Ken today? Yeah, doing great. You know, got out and... Did some stuff this morning already, and you nice. know, and traffic was fairly light coming in, even nice. for a Saturday. So yeah. Nice. All right. We got a lot in store for you today, as always. I want to talk about, of course, where the car industry is right now in regards to uh, the shortages, parts supplies, I think even some quality concerns that we may start to see down the road. So we'll get into some of that as we go through the program today. Of course, as always, we weren't, you know, we're here for you, so call us. Lines are open right now. Any question you've got on your whatever, car, boat? SUV, uh, trailer, lawn, whatever. We, we don't care. If it runs, we'll talk about it. 303-477-5600. Uh, that's our call-in line. The, the text line, by the way, 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Had a good discussion last night on the last hour of uh, Rush to Reason talking about electric vehicles, EV vehicles. So we had a great discussion there. Another one of those items where if you want to call in and chat about any of that, feel free to do so. The question of the day, though, today. I, you know what, Larry? I Ken, I don't think we've ever asked this one before. And I was thinking about this on the way down today, and I will explain why maybe later. <laughs> but question I have, and maybe you're not somebody that's ever done this, but I have, and I think most, I think most people have at one point or another. So the question is, what's the best thing you ever picked up alongside the road? That is the that, question of the day. That's a good question, you know. What is the best thing you ever picked up alongside the road? Question of the day. That's funny. Because yeah, I, I mean, my biggest find ever, I'll give you mine really quick. I was about 18 years of age, maybe 17, and I was out going to visit some, some another race car guy that I knew back then. I was racing back then, so I was going to visit another race car guy that I knew back then, and I'm driving around this curve out towards the Erie area. And I come around this curve, and there is laying there in the borrow pit the nicest aluminum dolly you've ever seen in your entire life. I mean, the type that, you know, most of the guys that are delivering deep walk, rock water and those sorts of things are. I mean, this thing was, you know, $300 back in the day. You're right. Aluminum, super fancy dolly. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm getting that. <laughs> right. So right. I pull over the side of the road, back up a little bit. And, you know, of course, it's a country road, nobody around. Man, I grabbed that dolly and <laughs> threw it in the back of my pickup. Right, and exactly. off I went. And so far to this day, that has been the best <laughs> on the side it, yeah. of the road. Yeah, I think I still have it. Yeah, yeah. best long side of the road find 
I've ever had, and I don't know where it came from, what truck it fell off of. There, I had no way of knowing or who to call and you know try to. I mean, who are you going to turn that thing into? I, it's no yours. one. It's it, mine that, now. Yeah, right. Finders if it's keepers. My, if it, if you don't take it, somebody else will. Exactly. So, I mean, so I win my I mean, truck. Yeah, that's right. So that's yeah. my story. So what yeah. what's the best you know along the road item you've ever picked up in your entire life? So I would you know I mean for me. I run alongside the roads uh-huh. a lot, so I've I've found you know just different things, probably things yeah. you wouldn't see in the car. You're right, exactly. And uh, you know, I mean, th- well, think about it. Uh, yeah, you exactly. think, okay, think it's, yeah. So Ken's right. going to tell I, us. You think about what yours is. Yeah, uh, Larry, maybe we'll get his as well. Jerry and Greeley though has a question. We'll start the show with Jerry. Jerry, what's going on today, sir? Well, recently I was on the worst washboard road I'd ever encountered. It was, it was. I thought it was going to shake my truck apart and bounce me into the borrow pit. <laughs> I've heard that about Greeley. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually in uh, north northeast Weld County. I was on my way to the shooting range. And All right. Anyway, it was brutal, but. And while I'm crawling along at about seven miles an hour, but that was as fast as I could go. Uh, somebody passed me in a, uh, a Nissan Xterra going about 45, and I thought, how on earth were they able to, to manage that? Because if I had tried to go faster, it, it would have bounced me off the road. And, I, and somebody told me that if you somehow get just the right speed, that yep. somehow the yeah. suspension... Yep. yep, bounce off the tops. Yep, yep. You, you, you're basically, think of it as... Uh, Gosh, what's a good way of explaining this? Um, like a like a rock skipping across the water, where you're only just touching certain surfaces. You know, you're you're not. You know, to, to, to Ken's point, you're not in the valleys of those washboards right. at that point. You're literally skimming across the top. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If if you ever watch motocross, That's what they watch do. them go through the whoops, and and they have to have a certain speed and keep that keep their balance just right, and they just and they're smooth as can be. And, and Baja right even the watch yeah, a Baja yeah, truck run, Jerry. Exactly. Similar situation when they're going over a lot of the you know call whoop de woos or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they will literally just skim across the top, and that that person with the Xterra probably found that sweet spot where they were literally just gliding across the top of the washboard. Yep. Now the key there is getting to that speed and being able to control it up to yeah, that yeah, yeah exactly because yeah because it can sure launch you too kind of like you were feeling right yeah okay well that's all new to me i've, I've never heard that um, and, and i'll also say this too jerry that a lot of things come into play with all of what we just mentioned length of vehicle yeah. suspension how the vehicle is set up mm-hmm. tire pressures i mean there's a lot of other factors and you know in this particular case it could have been that he just had to the right wheelbase to where it just made it easier for that you know that vehicle to get to that level right. you know even faster than you uh, again there's a lot of different factors that come into play on that yeah hmm. okay um and i think maybe it was dennis i heard on a recent show talking about well front end alignments and uh i thought i i thought i heard him say that like somebody who lived on a bad washboard road could could actually damage their ball joints from repeatedly. Oh sure. Oh yeah. No no. The the, the more they're. I mean, a yeah. ball joint is like any other item on the vehicle that is wearing every single time the car moves. And so if you think about, you know, the angles and what a ball joint has to do, and Ken can you know speak to this as well. Uh, as that as that has more. I don't want to say it, Ken. As you are more force, more yeah, more yeah, wear force. I guess angle wear force. Yeah. All of that. Are you putting more wear and tear on a ball joint? Yeah, absolutely, you yeah. are. 
Well, and, and even if you're driving on that washboard road, like even fast, skimming across the top, there's still a lot of jarring going on to that uh, suspension. That's so right. It's absorbing a lot. As, as you're going slow, you're flexing everything, and it's it's probably less wear. But, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, as you hit those faster, there's a lot yes. more forces and stuff like that that are wear, wearing. If, if, and by the way, Jerry, just real, for everybody else listening, too, if the majority of people realized how, and it's, to me it's always amazing, how literally there is not that much to a ball joint, and that's really keeping the entire vehicle on the front end speaking, and some vehicles have them on the rear now, but literally on the front end of a vehicle, it's literally the only thing keeping the wheel hub assembly you know, in place, in, in place yeah. on the suspension end of yeah. things. And if you think about it, it's like, how does this thing do that? It, it really is right. amazing, actually. Yeah. Because it isn't much if you look at it, especially the smaller the vehicle, the smaller the ball joint. Yeah, I mean, it's literally two pieces with some insulation added to it that, I mean, and it's just pressed together. It ain't much yeah. to it if you look right. at it. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. a great invention, by the way. Yeah, yeah, articulate Sometimes I've seen vehicles on the side of the road where the wheel appears to have fallen off. Yep. To indicate a ball joint. Most rolled, likely. Rolled right into the fender well. Yep. Yeah, two things. Exactly. Are, yeah, either that. Uh, two things can happen. Either either that or a wheel hub, you know, wheel sure. bearing, something like that goes bad. But in general, it, most cases, Jerry, the, the lower ball joint failed. Yep. Wow. Well, as always, you gentlemen are a wealth of information. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it, Jerry. You. Thanks, Jerry. As always, uh, very much so. Let's do this. We've got, uh, I think, John and Cheyenne's next, who's got an answer to our question of the day. John, what's up, sir? Hey, brother. Count if I was able to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Still, yeah, it still doesn't matter. It. Yeah. yeah. Still a finder. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, when we were driving down the road in Iraq, we found about a handful of AK-47. Uh, those were good That's finds. Safe. Yeah, but they threatened to court-martial us if we try to sneak them back into the U.S. <laughs> yeah, well, you And know. spending a year or two in Leavenworth wasn't my uh, idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's <laughs> probably best to but just do what you did. For something to keep, you know those 400-gallon uh, water containers that you see on the side of the road in construction areas? Yeah, yeah. sure, like the... Yeah. Around them? Yeah. yeah, I found one of those. And it looked like it fell off a truck, so it had a dent in the top, and the plastic was cracked. But that was just on the top, so we kept it and cleaned it out. And my wife uses it for garden. Nice. Her garden. Okay, yeah, that's right. a good find. Well, you can use that to drain yeah. your roof gutters yeah, into yeah. Nice and find. storage water. Yeah, storage. good job. Yeah. Well, actually, we do uh, have two rain barrels that we capture our roof Great. water with yeah. and use it for everything. Nice. John, I, I know... I want to go back to the last when Joe was on the radio and he talked about having a flashlight. Yes. One thing we never talk about, and we should maybe a little more, is safety. A pair of safety glasses and a decent set of gloves will probably be, you know, you should have. Yes. And you get a decent pair of safety glasses for 15 bucks. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Great example. Yes. And then the only other thing is today, I'm looking at the Never Summer Mountains and it's gorgeous. But there are a lot of people that are heading up into the mountains to get away from it all and go on a hike. Use some common sense and make sure you have your right gear because I have seen so many people in jogging shorts, a T-shirt, running shoes, and a, a liter water bottle going out into the trail. Not enough. Yeah. You know, Not enough, you're John. A, you're a busted ankle away from being dead. Yeah. You step in a hole the wrong way, yep. Yep. and you're two miles from the trailhead, 
Yep. You're screwed unless yeah, yeah. something no, comes I, along. John, by the way, great point. Something that I could cover on any one of the three shows, by the way, because it really kind of yeah. applies, especially to a lot of the new folks that have come into our area. You know, Going up into the mountains, even our foothills, that's different than running in your local park. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's not the same, no. folks. <laughs> no. I got a bad ankle, so I wear over-the-ankle boots all the time when I'm hiking sure. and backpacking. But I have a gallon Ziploc bag. In it, I've got 50 feet of parachute cord. I've got a, a, a poncho and uh, one of those space blankets, a lighter, some matches, a fire starter. Sure. And just, you know, I, and then, you know every, I haven't put it in yet because I haven't gone out deep. I'll usually throw a couple of fresh uh, protein bars in there. Yeah. And I carry my water filter. Do you know that you can get a Sawyer water filter at any big box store for 30 bucks? Yeah, they're not much. That, then that's one of those, that's like flashlights, another area where stuff has really, really, really improved. And they're you know, super compact. Use, yes. So, yeah. We use the Sawyer when we backpack, and it's, I always carry a spare because I don't want to be out up on the Continental Divide and not have fresh water. Sure. And when it starts to clog up, I just toss it rather than trying to clean it. Because they're now so cheap. They used to be two, three hundred dollars for a good filter. Now they're thirty bucks. I know. I mean, so you know, you, you, know, you just you brought up something else too that I'm going to throw in here real quick, John, because I was going to talk about it anyways. And oh. uh, that you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and throw something else at everybody listening because it goes along, John, with what you're talking about. But I'll do that as soon as I come back. I'll let you go and I'll cover it when John, I come back. John, have a great day. You brother. too, man. Appreciate too. it. Bill, Eric, hang tight, guys. I'll come right back to you as well. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive. We'll be back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. 
At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560, myself, Ken Rackley. And one thing I wanted to add to what John was saying a moment ago about folks that head into the backcountry, which Ken and I will talk even a little more about that today. I was raised by a, a father where you, you didn't leave the driveway in the car and not have what you needed to go to the backcountry. Nonetheless, leave the car and head into the backcountry with a backpack that had all of your essentials with you. And to this day, I'm still that guy. Yeah. I know people laugh and make fun, but I'm, I'm that guy that will always have everything on the trail you need. Right. And just that. Anyways, on top of that, there was a uh, article just this last week on Fox 31 where this is something that should not be happening, period. High country rescue and recovery groups have been inundated by calls from stand, stranded backcountry drivers. In other words, these folks go four-wheeling or they start going, you know, they want to go fishing or they want to go here, they want to go there, and they think they can make it through a particular section of whatever. You mean they take their Corolla in a yeah. in a rock field? And they get <laughs> yeah. stuck. Uh-huh. And now they're having to call somebody to come rescue them. This includes even some of the, you know, four-wheelers sure. that think they can make it through a certain area, but they don't have all the right equipment to do so. Now they're calling, you know, they're calling Colorado 4x4 Rescue and Recovery, which is a nonprofit group, to come get them out. So, again, folks, it goes back to even the trail hiking, running, those sorts of things. You know, be prepared. Know where you're going. Know what's ahead of you. And, and don't be stupid. Yeah. Bottom line, just don't be stupid. Eric in Denver, you're up, sir. How's it going, Eric? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, so, yeah, did you see the uh, 4x4 recovery one from last week, the minivan? I did not see the minivan, no. <laughs> yeah, there was a minivan that they went up a trail. Apparently, they made it quite far before they drove into a mud puddle. Oh, my word. Uh, but it's, well, but you know what? I've seen people go pretty darn far up in the mountains with stuff. But yeah, I have uh, too. And yeah, it, that time, and I, there's times I just shake my head, like you got that far with that, right? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, I always remember well, a few years back, my wife and I uh, were heading up Vanilla Pass. So we get to turn off to head up Argentine, and the, the first rock that you hit that you turn off, it's just a flat stone. Um, there was a fresh spot of oil on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. As I kind of turned off, I went up there, and I saw that, and I kind of laughed. My wife said, what? And I said, oh, there's a fresh spot of oil there. Well, how can you tell it's fresh? I said, because you could just see by the way that, that it had, you know, it just looked fresh. Yeah. And and sure enough, about uh, 50 yards up, there was a, a little car 
sitting there kind of off to the side. Was a little, I don't know what it was, but just a little car sitting there to the side. And he was there, and I stopped. And I said, what can I can keep you help. And he says, uh, uh, my check engine light, my low oil light came on. And I says, as soon as you came off the trail, off the pavement, I said, remember hearing a clang? Yeah. I says, yeah, that's, it was your oil that's back there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what's your find, what's your find, Eric, best find on the road? So my best find was a lovely young redhead uh, whose car had broke down along the side of I-80. And uh, I gave her a ride about two and a half uh, hours to Cheyenne. Uh, this was a number of years ago. I was I was gonna I was thinking on the way down here. I, I wondered if somebody A would call in with what you had, and then B add to the story and say they married him. All right, right. No, no, I, <laughs> I didn't marry her. And the rest of the story is not for radio, not for radio use. Okay. Um, but hey, a uh, quick follow up to last week. I called you on fix it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I called that irrigation supply place in Texas, and the guy I. Described it to the guy, sent him the same picture I sent you, and he says, don't have it. And it turns out that fitting, so the nut portion of it is a 716. Okay. However, the thread is listed as a 1 8 inch metric type thread. Weird. <laughs> Weird. And there was a place, there's a place here in town that I was able to get it on, uh, on, when, on Thursday, rather. And the guy kind of looked at it, and the kid at the counter had never seen one before, and he handed it to his boss. His boss says, oh, yeah. And he went over, and he handed it to me when they blew a half inch of dust off of it. And the guy says, you know, literally, I probably haven't sold one of these in five years. Wow, amazing. And I says, uh, do you got any more? So this way I don't have to come back. And in a couple of years, he goes, nope, last one. He says, but we'll go ahead and order some. He says, so, you know. So you'll have others. Okay, well, good. Good story. Yeah. So, yeah, nice. But, but yeah, anyhow. Good job. Good job, Eric. Thanks, man. As always, good story. I appreciate it very much. And yeah, I was wondering if somebody would call in and say their best find on the side of the road was the person they ended up marrying. So, Bill and Centennial, you're next, sir. Hey, I have two comments. Uh, A good experience on a a battery uh, jumper. But what I found, you said a good find on the side of the road. I don't remember me, but I remember as a kid, I was about seven or eight years old. My mom was driving a 59 Chevy, and I was in it. And it was a big truck in front of us, and he turned the corner, and his big overhead door opened up, and a huge bale, I mean a huge ball of twine, great big ball of twine fell out and fell on the side of the road and rolled. So my mom pulled over, and I helped her, and we left it in the trunk of that 59 Chevy, and we used that ball of twine for years. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's great. That's hilarious. That for years, that was the best line. That's, That's hilarious, Bill. That is great. That's okay. We got that. Somebody out there, you got to top Bill's because that one's that Bill. That's pretty good, actually. That's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And then the best experience I had, this just happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were at Costco and pulled in, and when we come back out, there was a lady parked in front of us, had an older model Escalade. Okay. And she had the hood up, and she was looking around and asked her, well, you need some help? And she said, well, I think my battery's dead. Well, based on what you guys said about a year ago, I bought one of those portable, actually from Costco, things that looks like yep. a cigarette pack with yep. jumper cables. Yep. And I pulled it out of my trunk and because uh, I, I have a, a nice car, and I didn't want to jump it from my car. I have battery cables also. Sure, sure. I put it on there, 
And uh, she was telling me her husband's out of town on business, and she was going to call her son, and she was just going to run into Costco, and she had two little kids. Anyway, jumped the car. It worked perfect. And she says, well, do you know if Costco sells batteries? And I said, yes, they do. And she said, well, since I'm here, my husband's out of town, I'll, I'll just buy a battery from here. So it worked out really well. Nice. Good yeah. job, Bill. Good yeah. story, by the way. Definitely. Yeah. Great story. All right, good show, guys. Good stuff, right, man. Thanks, Appreciate bro. it very much. Now, somebody's got to beat his ball of twine, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, I thought he was going to say, you know, a, a huge... bale of what? I'm like, huh? Yeah, a bale of hay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, right. All so, right. again, question of the day, what's the best thing you've ever found on the side of the road? That is our question of the day. Steve in Colorado Springs, you're next. Good morning. How are you, gents? Oh, good. good. You? Good. Some cosmic going on here because I did on 36 between Broomfield and Boulder. There was this gorgeous, stunning redhead, 25, stopped to help her change the tire, and we did get married a year later. Ah, there we go. Good. Good. Because she was an Irish lassie by the name of Colleen, somewhat hot-tempered, but she was a Pan Am flight attendant. We had a lot of great times flying around the world. Awesome. Usually first class. Awesome. Usually she knew Usually she knew a lot of the cabin crew in back. Sure, sure. But anyway, I called because my brother-in-law, he came over the other night. He's got a Yukon, maybe eight or ten years old. He goes to leave at 10 o'clock. And crank and crank and crank and crank wouldn't start. Now the battery's down, so I jump him, crank and crank and crank, won't start. He says, well, I think I'll replace the battery. I said, I don't think it's the battery. So anyway, took him back to Falcon, comes out the next morning, fired right up. So I talked to a Yukon buddy of mine, and uh, he's had him forever, all the problems. He said, and I thought I'd run this by you, he said, should that happen again, it probably will, because I hate gremlins that occur and don't occur and then occur. But he said, if that happens again, take out the fuel cap, turn the key, position two, and put your ear to the fuel cap and see if you can hear the fuel pump mm-hmm. ticking. Sure. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You need yeah. two people to do it, though. You have to have one person yeah. listening and, and yeah. otherwise, yeah, it, otherwise it'll cycle off too fast. Time's out, yeah. I'm, I'm not a Yukon guy. Is that a problematic issue with those things or what? Depends well, on the year. Yeah, it depends on the year. Um, one thing like you eight, can— Eight, ten years old. Yes. Eight, ten years old. So yeah. Yes. So, uh, with a hammer, <laughs> uh, with the hammer, blow, dead blow's best. Yeah, dead, dead blow hammer. Uh, just get under the center of the gas tank and have somebody crank on it and smack Wrap on the on. bottom of the tank. And if it starts, then you know it's a bad fuel pump, and you know you need to replace it. Yep. And I have uh, helped numerous people. Huh. In either parking lots or on the side of the road, yeah. Steve, do just what? Now, it's not as common as it used to be because a lot of those vehicles are, you know, no longer on the road, and they've gotten a lot better when it comes yeah. to the pump technology. But, yes, at one time, that was Good. very common. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the fuel, uh, fuel tank, had, uh, fuel pump is right on the bottom of the fuel tank, so if you tap with a hammer, it activates it? Yeah. Just well, shakes it, it up it, a little. It can. I mean, if, 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 if it's intermittent like that, a lot of times that's what it can Think be. of the old days and a starter would not work anymore, Steve, and you'd wrap on it and yeah. they'd get going. It was a similar, electric, similar approach. Right. Electric motor, it just has to jarring. Mm-hmm. It just gets it going. Move that armature a little bit. You got brushes, commutator, where yeah. Yeah. tap it, and it right. happens to get the right spot. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Exactly. You're very welcome, You're Steve. Great point. And uh, again, question of the day. We'll come right back, talk to Mickey and Bill. Question of the day. What's the best thing you ever found? Alongside the road, 303-477-5600. Myself, Ken Rackley, will come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. 
It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Chris owns a heating and air conditioning company and needs a reliable auto repair shop to maintain his fleet of service fans. Uh, it's Chris uh, with Rock Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, and we had used a bunch of different companies in the past that we weren't particularly happy with. He keeps trying different places, but they have generally high prices and they charge inconsistent amounts for the same service. Services weren't the same across the board. For one van, they would charge us X price. For one van, for the same service, it would charge us more. So it was never consistency. Then Chris finds Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. He tours their facility and talks to their technicians. They just really made you feel at home, and I never got that feeling that they would want to take advantage of me, which is important to me. Now, Chris gives all of his business to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker because they provide reliable service at consistent prices. Consistency, quality, and the biggest thing is trust. I trust them completely with all of our service fans because anything they do, they've got my best interest at heart. KLZradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, so uh, Charlie just recommended we add something to the question of the day, which is not only what is the coolest thing you ever found, but maybe what's the weirdest thing 
you ever found on the side of the road. And the way I came up with this one today, Charlie wanted me to tell this story. So the way I came up with this today is I'm driving down 225 to come here. And I mean, I'm not normally a guy that would look much at a mattress because typically once they fly off the car, they're, you know, it's a done deal. But man, alive. I'm coming down 225 and there is a mattress, a king size, laying on the side of the road that I'm telling you what it is. You can tell it's, it's got the sheets on it. This thing is primo. <laughs> and I'm thinking, holy cow, this is one of those mattress finds where if you could actually throw it in the back of the truck, you know, it actually might be worth hauling home. <laughs> uh, and that's what made me think about it was, you know, what are some of the coolest or, or in Charlie's case, weirdest things you've ever found yeah. on the side of the road? Yeah. 303-477-5600. So anyways, all right, let's see. Who do we got next here? Uh, Bill and Centennial, you're up, sir. How's it going? Hey. Good. Good. Uh, well, the thing I've found in the middle of the street probably a 16 or 18 inch snap-on screwdriver Ooh, nice <laughs> that's funny we were just yeah talking we were just about saying tools are another yeah. one of those things that yeah. you know technicians ken and i can attest to this they tend to at times you forget you laid something you know you set you it know, on a bumper yep, or you set it somewhere under the hood, just, whatever yeah, and yeah. off it goes yeah free well, game now forever comes along yeah what i used it for mostly was i used to coach my son's little league team and one of the other guys I coached with was a snap-on salesman. I mean, he had a snap-on truck. Okay. And I, I used to clean out the square things that you put the post for the bases in with it. And he used to get a kick out of it. He goes, ah. and this this was back in the in the 80s, early 90s. Oh, using a $50 tool to clean out a baseball post. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I meant to call during the home show. Sure. You, you got anybody that does tree trimming? Mm. No, but we could sure use somebody in that world, uh, so we will put the word out. So if any of you out there listening know of any good tree trimmers or you want to be a part of what we do on Fix-It Radio, please let me know, and we can uh, give some referrals that way. But no, Bill, I do not. Because I, I, I had a guy come out the other day. I got a dead tree in the backyard, and they want 1700 bucks to cut it down. And, yeah, yeah and, I, and, I, and I don't have any familiarity with that at all. So what I'll do is I'll send you a thing on your on your website if you happen to come up with something. Perfect. No, please do. I'd appreciate that. And I'll let you know. Okay. We'll Great, Bill. Thanks very much. I do appreciate it very much. So, again, question of the day, what is the uh, the best road find, I guess I could call it, alongside the road? Or or weirdest, we can add that as well. Mickey, you're up next. Hi, John. How are we doing, sir? Pretty good. I was thinking about what you said about when you left home back in the day. Yeah. Well, in the present day, let somebody know where you're going exactly. Yeah, sure. And when you'll be back. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah, I mean, they don't have you don't have to call them. Like, text them and let them know. And if the plan changes, yep. text them again. Yeah. You know, uh, John from Cheyenne also texted back in and added that, you know, we rely on technology so much that really, if you're going to go in the backwoods, you ought to have an actual physical map of at least that area you're sure. going into just so... Yeah. You're, you're covered in exactly. case something, you know, goes on the fritz. There's tons of apps for that that are all free, and they, they, they show yep. great trail line out. And Download or print it. Everything like that. And yeah, and letting somebody know, yep. definitely. And, and and when you should be back. Uh, yeah, good you one. Know? Yeah, when I mean, do you expect me back? Yeah, exactly. When should I be worried? Yeah. 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 And when you, and you could even text them that map of where you're going. Yeah, oh, good right. point. Yeah. yeah, good one. Yeah, good one, Mickey. Yes, Flight definitely. Yeah. Plus... When you get back, let them know you got back. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah good one. Plus, okay, best find ever, morning sun's rising, going to work, and out in the middle of the parking lot is a 24-inch crescent adjustable wrench. Nice. 24, yeah. Shining in the sun. 
No cars within 40 feet. Yeah. It's yeah, yours. That was a good day. Well, Charlie just asked during the break, too. So this, I'll throw this out at you guys as well. So let's say, Mickey, you're picking that up, and some guy comes along and says, hey, that's mine. What, what's your answer? Prove it? <laughs> mm, nah, if somebody had that much, if they needed it that bad, it's theirs. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, okay. It's, I mean, you know, but really, yeah. I mean, it's a good question because yeah. in some cases, yeah, let's say come, you, you know, yeah. you you found it. It's your, you know, you're there. You're, you know, either, you know, it's an item you're putting in the back of the truck or, you know, in your case, you're picking this wrench up and somebody else comes along and says it's theirs. Well, how do you know it's theirs? Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> because, well, all right, let's put the, put the shoe on the other foot. If they saw you carrying the wrench and they said it was theirs, it would take a lot of cookies to come up with that plan really that quick. Uh, it, yeah, I, I get it. No, I, and, and again, yeah. that's, you know, it's... Yeah, just something that could happen that... Uh, yeah, yeah, really, you, though, but you know, really the answer is, answer is this. It's sort of that old, you know, possession is 90% of ownership kind of a thing where, you know, you better be able to prove it's yours or you're liable, you know, even if it is yours, you're liable to lose it at that point. Yeah. Right? Well... I've also figured on I'm a pretty good judge of people, and if I think they're yeah, a, I agree, I get that. But you know, again, in general, I, 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 it's one person's word against the other. Who's going to know? Yeah, right. You yeah. know, if a cop showed up, it'd be like, okay, well, who found it? Okay, well, it's yours. See you, bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay, thank you, guys. But hey, no, good stuff, Mickey. As always, I appreciate it, and uh, that's a good question. You know, how, how, you know, where does that, you know. Where does that claim go to? So, Bill in Castle Rock, you're, or sorry, Castle Pines, you're next. Hi, yeah, Larry, how are you doing? Good. Good. Well, I have a, a car collection, and a bunch of buddies and I were heading to Rifle, Colorado, to do deer hunting. Okay. And in the middle of the night, we all got, uh, well, we got into uh, Rifle, and we all had to uh, use the bathroom really quick. There was nothing open, so we pulled into this alley. And I'm standing there, and we're all going to the bathroom. And I look down, and there's two 56 Mark II hubcaps that I'm going to the bathroom on. <laughs> and uh, I happen to have uh, I happen to have a 56 Mark II that I had lost a hubcap on, and you just couldn't find them anywhere. It's a hmm. very special, very special design. So uh, I quickly picked them up, cleaned them off, and. Uh, Brought them back and put them on my car. So that's really thought I was crazy. All that can't be good. Right. Find you, you were put was. there. You good. Find that was yeah. Wow. Yep. Good one. Yeah, that was a great, great. Yeah, time. that's a good so, find. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, no, Bill. Thanks. That's a good God one. God was so, directing you that day. Yeah, that's so, for sure. Yeah. Question yeah. of the day: What's wow. the best find? And it, it doesn't have to be necessarily on the side of the road. It could be what sure. what uh, Bill just said. So when I re- I remember one thing that I had. Um, we, I, was, I was heading. I was under a time crunch, but it, there were the Mile High Nationals were going yeah, on. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And, um, Drag races. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they were going on. I'm leaving the house and I'm going. I had something that I had to be with real quick, but on the side of the road, on the opposite side of the road. So I would have gone up and turned sure, around. Sure. Big old drag slick, uh, drag slick mounted. You know all that stuff. Well, I mean, it's yards, probably huh? five six hundred dollars worth of oh, at least. wheel there. Just yeah. one. Yeah. But it's like wow that. 
fell off somebody's trailer, they're going to be upset. Somebody's <laughs> looking for yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. But how do you, how right. do you find the owner though? You're, yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, what do you do with it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you know, I was in my small car, so it's not like I yeah, could pick it up question. and throw it in the back seat. Well, so. it's like me. I don't know how many ladders I could have today right. if I, you know, had a truck every time every I was time. driving down yeah. the road and could throw one in because I don't know yeah. how many of those things you see. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm almost, not daily, but close to it. I, I told the guys a minute ago too, everybody listening, that if I had the ability to stop on I-70 or I-25 and pick up every ratchet oh, yeah. strap I see that's fallen off of a truck, I, I'd have, you know, a yeah. boatload of them, literally. Right. I yeah. just, you don't want to risk your life picking up a ratchet strap. No, exactly. But they are yeah. literally, uh, anyways. All yeah. right, Mike and Lakewood, you're next, sir. Go for it. So uh, I bought an old plow truck to plow the lumberyard I worked at. And they would let me go early that day, so I was fishing for uh, some long driveways to do in Lakewood. And, uh, you know those whoopie whoops speed bumps? Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, I turned this corner, and just beyond that whoopie whoop speed bump, there's a, a Toro snowblower brand new on its side. Ooh, somebody dropped out of the back of a plow truck. I think he went too fast. And yep. He, he, he fell out of the back of his truck, so I pulled up there, and I was looking at it and a guy pulls up behind me and goes yeah you should have slowed down for that you need some help loading it <laughs> <laughs> even better he thought you had lost it even huh? better wow yeah. yeah yeah that was uh that was my big find. that's a so good it, hey you know what mike that's a good find nothing wrong with that one at all yeah. good find it, and again who, you know how are you going to find the owner to that you're not it's yours right yeah yeah i brought it home and yeah uh, one of the springs fell off it, hooked it up, and gave it a tug, and she, she started right up. That's awesome. It's brand new. Good find. Yeah. So. Good one. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Good story, by the way. All right, question of the day. What is the uh, either the best or weirdest find of something that you've uh, you know found on either trip or side of the road or whatever the case may be? We'll come right back on the segment this hour. By the way, any car questions, we're here for that as well. i got a couple of text messages I'll, I'll feed you guys as well that go along with this also. So we'll be right back, though. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. 
Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it with RoofMax. The cost of asphalt roofing products has already gone up 20% and will likely go up another 20 to 25% this summer. To make matters worse, it's getting harder to find quality contractors, which means the cost of labor has gone up recently. As roof replacements become more and more expensive, roofing companies will start passing along that cost to their customers. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85% by adding years of performance to your asphalt roofing. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last up to 15 years longer. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, question of the day. What is the uh, the weirdest or best road find? You know, things you found on the side of the road, let us know. 303-477-5600. You can text us an answer, by the way. Uh, you can't call the text line. I know f- folks do at times try, but you can uh, leave a uh, text message at 307-200-8222. Otherwise, the studio line 303-477-5600. Jerry and Greeley. Hi, John. Um I've got an odd story about a friend who um, who lost something along the road. He uh, he was up jeeping, and him and a group of friends. At the end of the day, they they pulled over the side of the road, and uh, a couple of them crawled underneath this FJ40 to drop the rear drive shaft so it could be flat towed home. And he was helping to do that. And before he crawled under the the uh, FJ40, he took his revolver that he carried on his hip and a little little kind of like a paddle holster slash mm-hmm. fanny pack thing. Anyway, he laid that on, on the fender of this vehicle and forgot about it. And then as everybody drove away, uh, the gun fell off of the fender into the middle of the road. And then just, just a short time later, he realized his mistake oh, no. and, and went back. But someone else had already passed by and stopped and picked it up, and, and so it was gone. And some years later, he gets a call. Well, he, he reported it 
lost, you know, right away. But uh, anyway, it was it was missing. And and then some years later, he gets a call from the state patrol saying that someone had turned this gun in to to a highway patrol office someplace, and um, he should come pick it up because it was his property. They had traced it to hmm. him. Hmm. Interesting. And, yeah. And, That's a good story. Uh, well, and, you know, if he hadn't reported it lost, I guess they couldn't have traced it. No, they couldn't. Have. There'd, there'd be no way they would have ever known. Right. But, no. But but re- relevant to the to the question of the day, uh, what what he was told when he when he went to retrieve his property was uh, something I'd never heard of before. That uh, Colorado has a law that if somebody finds something of significant value, then if if they don't call some law enforcement agency and, you know, turn it into their lost and found that, that that's considered a form of theft. And that actually, Kevin Flesh could probably confirm that or not. Yeah, but, next yeah. time he's on, we'll ask him. That's Because that's a great question. I, I, I mean, if that is the law, no one's abiding by it. Well, and, and what significant value is it? Yeah, well, yeah what do you consider that? Yeah, true, good 20? point. Yeah, yeah right. good point. Who, yeah. who would ever know? I'm not yeah, right. heard they, of such a thing. Yeah, who, who determines that value, right. Yeah. I just thought I'd share that. No, that's well, a good cool. one. No, yeah, appreciate thanks, Jerry. that, Jerry. All right, I got a text message I'll read real quick. Keep sending these, by the way. This one says, while well, sitting at a light on a slope, pickup ahead of me had the tailgate fall open, and when this person took off, out falls a Sawzall case full of Tools Plus and other stuff, all with the Sawzall. Picked it up and then chased them down to return it. Good. Good nice. job. Yeah. Uh, then also saw a full-size gas-powered welder generator fall out of a pickup along Alameda in front of what... Uh, was Belmar today, saw a purse fall out. By the way, I saw that same welder fall out of that same truck that same day, I'm pretty sure. Because huh. I, I drove by it and somebody tried. I was going to stop and help the guy get it back in, and somebody else had already stopped by the time I could stop, and they were going to help the guy get it loaded back. I bet you that's the same one, because yeah. there's not that many of those that happened, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then also saw a purse fall out of a car on Broadway and slide to the curb, picked it up, found the owner. Uh, they were staying at a small hotel along Broadway, was able to return. It was full of cash and meds. Uh, they were ecstatic to get it back. They had not realized that it was missing yet. So this is a good Samaritan here. So good job. That those yeah. are good stories, by the way. So yeah. good one. All right, we've got. I think Mike holding the longest up in Sterling. Mike, welcome. Hi. How we doing, sir? Uh pretty good. I was uh, the mechanic and welder for uh, the highway department out here for thirty years. Okay. And over those years. I found all kinds of stuff on the road, and we worked out of the the same shop that the state patrol worked out of. So one day I was headed to Julesburg, and I found uh, saw a, a brown holster off to the side where somebody'd gotten out to answer the call of nature and dropped out a. 44 Magnum uh, Smith & Wesson mm. stainless steel mm. and picked that up and stuck it in the truck and turned it into CSP when I got back to the shop. And, sure. And I found a, a a real nice Trek mountain bike one time that had bounced around on the road other than putting a skid mark in the you know, a little road rash on the seat. It was pretty good. Huh. And countless tools. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I like can imagine. That. But uh, being a mechanic, 
I, I, I was never a technician. I was always a mechanic and a welder. Mm. Uh, I, I could recognize tools that I found laying in the road when I came up on them. Oh, that's a that's a snap right. on nine sixty. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear right. that one. I know exactly what you mean by that, Mike. Yeah, yeah. good one. Yeah. And, oh, I, I I'd put them in the in the box and or uh, hand them out to the guys. Yeah, good one. I, I found a lot of stuff over those years. I can imagine. Yeah. Wow. Always around him through the state patrol. Nice. Good job. Mike, as always, I appreciate it very much. We're going to get a couple more calls in here before we go to the top of the hour break. Mike and Littleton, you're next. Another Mike. Welcome, Mike. Hey, good morning. Uh, A couple of things that I have learned to always carry, um, and and I learned these by other people making a mistake. One time I dropped my wife and a friend of hers off at one end of a hike, with the plans of picking them up at right. the other end to right. do a one-way hike. And w- they wound up taking too long and wound up hiking in the dark, uh, even though they left early in the morning. And since then, I have always carried a flashlight, no matter what time of day yep. I leave. Yep, you and me both. Yep. Angle. And if you remember the story about Black Hawk Down, they didn't bring their night vision goggles because they were going in the morning. Yeah. Remember? Yep. Right. Great point. The other, other thing I always carry, even walking around the neighborhood, and this goes back to a few years ago, a lady in Highlands Ranch went out for a job, young, fit person, mm-hmm. and collapsed on the sidewalk with a heart attack. And luckily, a passerby saw her go down, called 911 immediately, gave her CPR, took her to the hospital, but the lady carried no ID. Uh. And for three days, nobody knew who they had. Wow. Always carry an yeah. ID, yep. no matter yeah. where you're going, walking around yeah. the block or anything else. Great point. Um, Even your phone can be a good ID, you right. know, if if you're tapping the light. If but, you got it, yeah, right. Yeah. There's yeah. an app you can put. You can there's an app you can put on your phone for that. Yeah, but if you're not carrying your phone, I mean, right. and, you know, and Mike, a lot yeah. of folks when they go do those things don't. You know, they want the peace and quiet. They're not hauling it with them. And to your yep. point, you need something on you in case something happens. Get hit by sure. a car, any number of things. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of finding finding stuff, I also found a sawzall in the case one time, hmm. and there was information in it enough that I was able to get it back to the owner. Oh, that's good. And not really in that same category. One time in my business, I received a box from UPS, and I opened it up. It was full of fishing reels, brand new, bait casting Ambassador Garcia fishing yeah. reels. Yeah, there were like two two dozen of them. <laughs> so I called UPS and I said, "I got this box, and it's not mine." He said, "If you got it, it's yours." <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't. I did not buy fishing reels, and these are hundred dollar reels. And I wow. I kept. I kept on them for a while, and they finally said, "Look, if you've got them, they're yours." And I just what, kept them about a year and started giving them away to customers. Good for you. Wow. Well, and, and you know, again, <laughs> the thing there is. There, you know, they've got really no ability. If that label had your address and so on on it, you know, it, and for them, you know, they they're insuring it. They're, you know, if somebody put a claim in, they're handling it. So yeah, at the end of the day, it's yours. I've had that. Ha- I've I've had that happen. By the way, Mike, all the years of doing yeah. business, occasionally a box would show up, and it's like this isn't mine. And you make the phone call, and it's like, well, it is now. Yeah, right. Well, their their attitude is it's cheaper for them to honor a claim than that's right. That's right. right. They don't have time to mess there, with it. Yeah, there's less. Nope. Yep, that's exactly right. right. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. No, good. Mike, good. That's a good story. we got to run. Uh, Nels, hang tight. We'll come right back, answer your question on a fuel pump. 
Question of the day. What is the weirdest, strangest thing, uh, best thing you've ever found, you know, on the side of the road? You stopped and picked it up, or in these cases, things that even got shipped to you or whatever. Give us a give us a call. Let us know what that is. 303-477-5600. We'll be right back, though. Hour 2 is next. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.